Welcome to the Signal Mountain Bible Church Men's Vision Cast. Men encouraging men to live alive to the King and engaged with those the King has given us to, one day at a time. Welcome back to the SMBC Men's Vision Cast. I'm so glad to get to spend some time with y'all for this month of November, and it is really crazy to take in that next week is Thanksgiving. Not sure when you will listen to this, but as BJ and I are recording today, next week is Thanksgiving week, which is really just hard to take in. I was talking with Belva over the last week or so, and it was just amazing to realize how this particular part of the year has snuck up on us. And I actually wrote about this in the midweek this week as well, that the same weekend of Thanksgiving weekend is a weekend that actually is something that over the years has become really important to Lee and I. It is the start of the season of Advent, and some of you are probably really familiar with the liturgical calendar where you are walking through a year with the dates less focused on uh, January through December and more oriented around the events of Father, Son, and Spirit. If that's new to you all, I would love to uh, get to talk to you about it further sometime. I'm going to give just a super brief overview. The liturgical calendar is a way that we start in the first Sunday of Advent, which happens to be Thanksgiving weekend this year, and there are four Sundays that lead towards the celebration of Christmas, and that's, again, oriented around the birth of Christ. And then we celebrate Christmas, which is that, indeed, celebrating that birth of Jesus. Then there's Epiphany, where we remember the Magi taking the different route home and sparing the death of Jesus from Herod. And then we enter into a season of time called Lent, which is a preparation time that leads us towards remembering, not this time the birth of Christ, but now remembering his Passion Week and the time when he was moving towards the cross. And so the season of Lent is 40 days minus the Sundays that we remember and prepare towards the cross of Christ, and then we celebrate Easter. And then some time after we celebrate Easter, we actually celebrate after Easter Sunday, we celebrate for 50 days, we celebrate the reality of the resurrection of Christ, and then we come to Pentecost, which gives us a little nod towards the coming of the Holy Spirit that was given to us, which we see accounted in the book of Acts. And then One of the things that really makes the liturgical calendar more realistic to me is the fact that we come to pockets of time throughout called ordinary time. And for some reason, the ordinary time is what gives a very strong validity to marking time this way. It's not just all the big events of 
Advent leading towards the birth of Christ and Lent leading towards the crucifixion of Christ and celebrating the resurrection and looking towards the coming of the Holy Spirit as we remember these things inside of a a year span. But there's also this nod to living an ordinary Thursday, which we're doing today. And I'm really grateful for the presence of living ordinary days in light of the birth and the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. So all that was to say, I want to invite us as the men of SNBC to consider what it looks like to orient our time less around calendar and more around Christ. And that actually begins in the liturgical year coming in the next couple of weekends on Thanksgiving weekend, where when we gather at church on that Sunday of Thanksgiving weekend, it will be the first Sunday of Advent. And the simple invitation there is, as we move into December and what what December represents for looking towards the end of the month with Christmas and New Year's. There are so many things to celebrate, to enjoy, to savor, to just drink in. Time together, um, even just things like the music that will happen here at the church and the Christmas Eve service and get gatherings together with friends and family and fireworks and blowing New Year's horns and just all the the stuff that kind of goes into that for us. All that, some of that sounds kind of silly, but we do have kind of patterns that we have as we celebrate those things. As we move towards those times of celebrating, we have these four Sundays leading to that time in the season of Advent that is a way of watching and waiting in our soul towards what we're remembering as we move towards the celebration of Christmas. And so I want to invite us as men to actually consider that this year. And another thing that's kind of cool is is that when we actually get to Christmas Day, we've spent this time in Advent preparing and considering what we're moving towards celebrating on Christmas Day, and then it's really cool because right after Christmas is called Christmas Tide, and that's the that's what the twelve days of Christmas actually are. And there's this really cool reality of let Christmas not just be over, but continue to celebrate the arrival of remembering that Jesus was born and Jesus came in the flesh in the incarnation. So I encourage us as a group to slow and consider our hearts as we move into the beginning of the liturgical year in the season of Advent. So welcome back. We are taking these first handful of months to just share some foundational thoughts. A couple months ago in September, we just thought for a little bit about just relationship with us and Jesus and the idea of us really considering being the beloved of God and that honestly there is battle over that that 
a lot of times we can just be in the routine of things and not necessarily really aware that perhaps we have strayed from the reality that we have been called the children, we have been called the beloved of God. So be the beloved of God. And then last last month, Lewis and John just led us in a really hearty conversation about just considering being rooted in the Word of God. And as a middle-aged man realizing I have had times and pockets where I've had really healthy patterns about the ways that I'm pursuing time with the Lord in His Word, and then there have been times when I've had times with not a lot of health in that, and it just fluctuates. And so just last month thinking through where are you and I at in regards to being rooted in God's Word and just want to encourage us all as men that that may be one of the greatest things that we can encourage each other in is just to be going to God's Word regularly. And then just for a few minutes for this month, I wanted to share some thoughts about be the beloved, be rooted, and be pursuing. And the pursuing that we're thinking about is pursuing community with one another in the body of Christ. Um, I wanted to just kind of walk through just some areas and just kind of prime the pump a little bit, and then I'd love to just tell a brief personal story from the last couple weeks of my life. As you and I think about pursuing spiritual community, who would be the, the folks that would be involved in that? Well, first of all, not to be obligatory, but to actually start in that place of that we would be pursuing spiritual community and intimacy with Christ, that that would be a bedrock foundational place for each of us, and that it would not be just a token thing of like, oh, of course, you know, community with Jesus, yes. But actually, what is that like for you and I, even in the current day? Uh, Loving your wife, your girlfriend, or if you are not married, or don't have a girlfriend, possibly maybe there may be a future one, not knowing exactly what the plans that God might have for you. So what does pursuing community with your spouse, with your wife, with a girlfriend, or perhaps what does you engaging with the Lord in your own heart look like in the future for the possibility that maybe you might be married or maybe you will have a girlfriend. Pursuing community with your children, your grandchildren, or future ones, or spiritual ones. And just aware that we all have a lot of different categories. There are some of you that have children, and so you're in the thick of that. And there are some of you that have grandchildren, and as a new grandfather, I'm just in the early months and years of swimming in the reality of what it's like to get to be a grandfather. So some of you are grandfathers. Some of you don't have children yet and don't have grandchildren yet, but that might be a part of your future. And just thinking about what that looks like coming down the road and how 
you are even preparing now for what that might look like. And there are those that may not have children and may not have grandchildren, but you are strategically placed here with spiritual children and spiritual grandchildren, and that is incredibly important inside of the body of our particular church family and in the spheres that you live your life in. And then to think about growing and cultivating spiritual community in the the little flock of Signal Mountain Bible Church and just thinking about how you are contributing to the community of our church family through your words and through your life. And then specifically in this men's vision cast, not that only men will listen to this, but primarily I think they will, what does it look like to be pursuing spiritual community among the brotherhood of Signal Mountain Bible Church. I wanted to just pause and just tell you about the last couple weeks of my life and was thinking about how I would want to talk about this. And the way that I want to talk about it is just through being uh, candid with you about some things that have been happening for me recently. So I have a really, really close friend. This person does not regularly attend SNBC, but they have been walking through really, really deep waters. They've been walking through several weeks that have been extremely difficult and extremely hard, and they have allowed me to get to be a part of that with them. And it's been really hard. And it's been really sad. Much of our life, most of our days are filled with normal routines. And if not the most joyful day, certainly just living the ordinary routines of life. It's not like we're aware that the day is overly heavy just because it's just kind of a normal Thursday. But then there are times that we come where we are aware that something unique and different is happening when trouble arrives, when difficulty is present, when we are facing things inside of ourselves that perhaps we weren't wanting to face, but God is creating a space where either he's inviting us to face that or he's saying, we're going to face it. It's going to come into the light. And my friend has been in the latter camp where it seems really clear to me that the Lord has said, this is a time of exposure. This is a time where I'm going to bring some hard things into the light because I don't want you to be in the dark. And here's the reason why I wanted to share that that's something that I've had the honor of getting to just be a part of with my friend is I'm aware that while these really hard things have been going on for my friend, that these areas have been in play in my life. I'm aware that I have really needed my connection and community with Christ as I have had the honor of walking with my friend I've been aware I don't need to be offering them my fleshly opinions. I need to be rooted and grounded in 
my connection and communion with Jesus, not as some kind of trite, overly spiritual thing, but literally as a lifeline, literally like what I need to offer my friend is not me. What I need to offer my friend is the love and the wisdom and the passion of Jesus as we talk, as we walk, as we pray, as we're together. So I've noted that in walking through not just some ordinary days and weeks, but in some days of trouble, that my community with Christ has been really crucial. I'm very, very aware that as this has been affecting me, that my community and connection with Leah has been really, really important and vital as we have talked, as we have prayed, as we have processed together, as we have struggled in thinking about what is happening in the life of our friend. And so I'm aware in my particular situation in having a wife that my communion and community with Leah has been very much at the forefront of this time. I'm aware that walking with this friend has also involved my children and Lee and I's sons being aware of our friend and walking with us, they have been speaking into us and we have been talking and we have been praying. And so I've been aware that the the community of our family with our sons has been a part of the last days and that that's been really important for us. I'm aware that my church family at Signal Mountain Bible Church has been really important. I have been sharing with multiple people here that I work with on staff and uh, actually shared at a staff birthday lunch on this past Monday of just saying, hey, I'm, I'm walking through some things with a friend that are that are really affecting us, and I just really wanted to ask you all to be just praying with us as we're seeking to be a godly friend in this situation. So... The, the flock of SNBC and the community there has been a part of Lee and I processing with our friend. And then, specifically, even literally just about 30 minutes ago, I was sitting here with BJ as we were getting ready to record, and I was just talking to him about things going on with, my, with me and the friend that I'm walking with, and just talking with him about that and BJ is a part of the brotherhood of Signal Mountain Bible Church that I have gotten to dialogue with, pray with, wonder with about what's happening with my friend. So this is why I'm saying this. I think it would be really easy to say, hey guys, be the beloved. Be rooted in God's word and be pursuing spiritual community with all these different groups of people, certainly including each other. And it would be really easy to say those things, and it'd be relatively trite, kind of like, yeah, these are good things to to say on a men's vision cast. I wanted to say, I am experiencing the value of walking through each of these individual areas of spiritual community and how they have been impacting me in walking through a difficult few weeks with a really special friend 
in my life. And I am experiencing it to be really real and really crucial. And what I'm aware of is, is that I don't always live with an awareness that it is really real. That there is an incredibly important spiritual value in growing and cultivating and pursuing spiritual community together. So I want to close by just saying this. What is a way that you could think more concretely about growing in spiritual community with Christ? What would that look like for you? If you are married or you are dating or you're wondering, God, I wonder if that's something that might happen for me in the future, what is a way that you could give attention to the growth of spiritual community with your wife or girlfriend or or way that you think you could even just be talking to God in this current period of time that that's not a reality for you about what it might be like if that comes for you at some time. What is a specific way that you could be present in spiritual community with your children or with your grandchildren or prepare for ones in the future or ones that you are a spiritual parent and a spiritual grandparent to? What are ways or what is a way even in this coming week that you could think about how you could lend towards the growth of spiritual community at Signal Mountain Bible Church? How could you engage there? And then lastly, is there a way that you would have awareness that you would move towards one of the men of our church as a way of just stepping towards them in intentionally wanting to grow and cultivate and develop spiritual maturity and spiritual community together. Thank you so much for just taking some time for the this month's vision cast. And I just want to say to each of you, I think that us thinking about some common things together is really valuable. So be the men. Be the men. Be the beloved of God. Be rooted in His Word and be pursuing spiritual community 